of the Union here. Today we're going to go over a little bit quicker video in regards to the recent so-called controversy surrounding Tucker Carlson. It appears that some on the left, as well as the so-called right, the Never Trump right, are going after Tucker for a few comments he made in regards to not only Senator Tammy Duckworth from Illinois, but also Ilhan Omar, Congresswoman from Minnesota. So let's start at the beginning, at some of Tucker's first statements on his show. And we're going to go to Breitbart for this because, at the very least, they do include a more fuller quote from Tucker. So it'll be a little bit easier to get into the thick of things here. Last Monday, Tucker gave some remarks uh, in the midst of President Trump's speech at Mount Rushmore in South Dakota. However, the, he then went on to point out certain Democrats and the Democrat response in general and concluded that Democrats and their allies in the media, in fact, hate the country. Again, his initial remarks were aimed at Democrat presidential nominee Joe Biden and Senator Tammy Duckworth, a Democrat from Illinois. Now, Senator Duckworth does have a background uh, serving this country and has since tried to use that as a defense mechanism to a lot of Tucker's criticism. She's made several statements uh, to the public saying that we're, we at least need a national dialogue regarding the removal of statues, even statues of such foundational figures on the country as George Washington. And much like similar topics in the past, our ears need to prick up at the mention of a national dialogue because we've heard the word dialogue. We need to have a dialogue, a discussion regarding numerous topics in American politics and culture from the left. But what we see is no real dialogue at all. It's a lot of screaming and cursing and character attacks, but no real contribution is allowed from one side of the, of the issue. Ultimately, in Tucker's remarks, he posed the question, could the left in America lead a country that it actually hates? Let's get a quick rundown of Tucker's actual words here. Quote, so what to make of all of this, he said. It's long been considered out of bounds to question a person's patriotism. It's a very strong charge, and we try not to ever make it. But in the face of all of this, the conclusion can't be avoided. These people actually hate America. There's no longer a question about that. And yet, paradoxically, at the same time, they desperately want to control America more than anything. And that leads to the most basic of all questions. Can you really lead a country that you hate? Ask yourself, what kind of parent would you be if you hated your children? Now, Tucker's, Carl, Tucker's comments were meant with the predictable level of backlash, both from uh, Senator Tammy Duckworth, as well as other members of the Democrat left. In a, a long opinion piece in the New York Times, Senator Duckworth went back at Tucker Carlson saying that, on the one hand, while his questioning of her patriotism is uncalled for in these times, she then returns the exact same favor in saying that Tucker Carlson himself doesn't know what patriotism is, and by the way, neither does President Trump. 
Tucker again gave a scathing review of Senator Duckworth's comments in not only encouraging a dialogue regarding the removal of statues of seminal figures of American history and the country's founding, but encouraging the contribution and rooting on, really, of one side of the dialogue, the dialogue that, of course, would grant the removal of these statues from the public square. Tucker's response is like is as follows. Quote, to morons like Tammy Duckworth, George Washington is just some old white guy who needs to be erased. Let's tear down his statues, rename our capital Sharpton or Mandela, and let the revolution continue. But hold on, not so fast. Changes that profound deserve a debate, not some fake national conversation where they scream commands at you and you get to obey, but a vigorous reasoned exchange between adults. And Tucker's rhetoric in this regard, speaking in terms of people on the other side of the debate hating the country or wanting to see the country's demise in certain aspects, I don't think really has anything to do with Senator Duckworth's service. In fact, I think Tucker was careful to mention that a person's past service to this country does not automatically grant them moral authority for any particular issue, especially one that's completely domestic and has to do only with the way that U.S. citizens govern ourselves and how we see our country. It also harkens back to some similar commentary that Tucker's had in the past. The, the specific story that comes to mind is that of the confirmation process of Brad Kavanaugh. There again, you saw the same kind of tone and tenor from Tucker saying that not only are the people on the other side of the debate off base in their criticism and their encouragement of that side of the issue, but they're actually der deriding and destructing certain seminal parts of American life and American history. There you saw the deriding of the other side in that they really did want to completely throw out due process insofar as it exists in our public spotlight and the way we view people and the way we view prominent people who hold important positions and have subsequently, with scant of any evidence, have been accused of terrible, uh, terrible crimes. And here again, I think Tucker's precise point is that while we all do have freedom of speech and the detractors do have a right to voice their opinion on the statues, the encouragement and granting of authority to the other side of the debate that would have these statues destroyed is, I think, uncalled for from Tucker's position, and I believe so as well, to encourage and almost grant uh, a certain amount of power to that side of the debate and really not having the courage to let that side of the debate know that while their opinions can be heard and while they have the right to give their opinions, there are certain, again, seminal and foundational pieces of the country that simply are not going to be destroyed because a certain scant group of the population wish them to be taken down.
Now, Tucker was also taken to task by outlets not only like the Independent, but also the Lincoln Project. And we're going to get into the Lincoln Project in just a minute. That's an interesting an interesting foe for not only President Trump, but uh, his supporters and, and people on the right on the, I would say the kind of immigration, the strict enforcement of the rule of law and, and immigration law on the right. They found themselves an interesting opponent in the Lincoln Project. And we're going to look at them in a second. But the independent ran with a story that has been co-opted by numerous people on the left who, of course, will find no reason not to and, and not hesitate at the slightest to brand Tucker Carlson with some kind of unfair racist label. Now, during one of these segments criticizing those on the left, including not only Senator Tammy Duckworth, but also, again, Ilhan Omar, a chyron on the bottom of Fox News read as follows, quote, we have to fight to preserve our nation and heritage, end quote. However, the Independent running with really the blue checkmark brigade on Twitter is saying that critics, so-called critics, have said that this phrase across the screen mirrored that of the white supremacist 14-word slogan, quote, we must secure the existence of our people and a future for white children. Now, at the simple glance at these two phrases, we can see that the Chiron listed on Fox News, which is not only just reflective of Tucker Carlson, the particular recipient of this criticism, but as the network as a whole in greenlighting that to be displayed on the screen, it doesn't mention race at all, whether it be the present state of race relations or race racial makeup of the country, or where we see that makeup going forward. Whereas the 14 words uses words like the existence of our people, and then clarifying who is this our people with the white children that need to have their future both secured and taken care of. Instead, the Chiron mentions only the nation and our heritage. And again, I think this harkens back to similar commentary given during issues like the Brett Kavanaugh confirmation, the issues regarding the rule of law insofar as the riots and looting are concerned, that there are certain hallmarks of American society, certainly due process being one of them, whether it be in a court of law or in the public square, as well as the protection of private property rights and the security of all citizens of the country in being protected by those that they essentially pay for for protection against the destruction of their livelihood, of their bodily well-being, or in their family safety. But the Independent really has summarized the criticism that a lot of people have jumped off with, and that here brings us next to the Lincoln Project. Let's look at Independent's description of the Lincoln Project first, and then we'll kind of go more into exactly what is this group's MO and 
are they all that different from the independence commentary here and then the CNN and MSNBC at large? So the independent describes the Lincoln Project as an anti-Trump super PAC formed by Republicans and share, who share the image of the moment from the show and said that Tucker Carlson should, quote, just put on a white hood and save us the energy, end quote. Now, we see the Lincoln Project is running hand in hand with outlets like The Independent and CNN and MSNBC in castigating Tucker Carlson as not only a central figure for a lot on the right and more specifically President Trump's supporters on the right, but also as a proxy, as a pathway to get to criticism towards President Trump as well. They see him as a kind of stand-in for criticism uh, against President Trump since he has also been ardently against the taking down of statues. So that brings us to the Lincoln Project. Who is making up this team? What are their MOs? So I wanted to bring you a couple, uh, bring you to the commentary regarding a couple founders and then another couple members of the Lincoln Project. We see, as far as I'm concerned, I see two main contributors here that really should set your spidey senses off if you are a supporter of President Trump and uh, a fan of Tucker Carlson and looking to see who's really behind the furthering of the criticism regarding this particular exchange between Tucker Carlson and President Trump on the one hand and members of the U.S. Congress like Ilhan Omar and Tammy Duckworth on the other side. And that would be George Conway and Rick Wilson. George Conway, at least now, is mostly known as a blue check mark, not even never Trumper. I would submit that George Conway is really more a member of the left as it regards who he wants to see elected and hold public office. I think in a lot of ways in his real personal hatred towards President Trump and his supporters and not only in in public life and in regular everyday citizens, but those sitting members of Congress as well, that we're really beyond... Um, really beyond the realm of never-Trump Republican with George Conway. Uh, I mean, a lot of his commentary on Twitter is is so far beyond the pale of what someone who can be fairly said to be, uh, again, a Lincoln Project member, a member of the, of the right, and looking to elect a true Republican. But the other member is Rick Wilson. And I think Rick Wilson most clearly summarizes not only the Lincoln Project's aim and their worldview of the country as it stands, but also the people who support President Trump. If you'll remember, Rick Wilson was on with Don Lemon earlier in the year this year, and he appeared with... um with, with one other member, and the basic tone and tenor of the segment was that they were deriding uh, Senator uh, Secretary, excuse me, Pompeo's comments regarding Ukraine. 
And in doing so, Rick Wilson decided to put on his own comedy routine. So we're going to take a look here at what exactly did Rick Wilson say. Come on, CNN. Introducing Great Big Story, a new podcast. I should have expected an ad from CNN. Really should have seen that coming, but thanks for everybody for sticking with me. The Secretary of State now says that Kelly lied to him and insinuates that she identified Bangladesh on the map, not Ukraine. And he says, and I quote here, NPR reporter Mary Louise Kelly lied to me twice. First last month in setting up our interview and then again yesterday in agreeing to have our post-interview conversation off the record. It is shameful that this reporter chose to violate the basic rules of journalism and decency. This is another example of how unhinged the media has become in integrity. It is worth noting that Bangladesh is not Ukraine. First of all, Kelly has a master's degree in European studies from Cambridge. They say that she couldn't identify you. A petty attempt to put her down, right? Is that what this is? Of course. Of course. It, it, it's, it's a, it's, he's just trying to demean her, and it, obviously it's false. And look, he also knows deep in his heart that Donald Trump couldn't find Ukraine on a map if you had the letter U and a picture of an actual physical crane next to it. He knows that this is, you know, an, an administration defined by ignorance of the world. And so that's partly him playing to their base and playing to their audience, uh, you know, the, the, the credulous boomer rube demo that backs Donald Trump. Uh, so let's just stop it right here. Uh, this is, uh, I mean, to the extent anyone thinks Rick Wilson is uh, a, a an interested and genuine uh, Republican member, you could almost see how some uh, on the left would think that the right simply cannot tackle comedy in any successful fashion. And you see Don Lemon, of course, hamming it up. The The fact that the word, letter U next to a crane would, would symbol Ukraine. He couldn't find it on a map and of, of course he would be it'd be the same thing as actually labeling ukraine with the word ukraine but also relevant in this commentary is what's going to be coming up here in a second from rick wilson um that, that wants to think that 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 donald trump's a smart one in there oh y'all y'all elitists are dumb you, you elitists with your geography and your maps and your spelling even though my path you're reading yeah you're reading you know your geography, knowing other countries, sipping your latte, all those lines on the map. <laughs> and this is really just a, a pathetic hamming it up by Don Lemon, who's pretending to cry laughing here. But I think that Rick Wilson's view towards not only President Trump and his administration's lack of of world politics savvy and and really making the administration out to be complete morons is indicative of how people like Rick Wilson and people at the Lincoln Project do see middle America and so-called flyover country. Those lower on the socioeconomic scale, those who have 
a real distaste for people that could be fairly categorized as the elite as there's just a simple lack of education there that they're almost too stupid to really understand how the world works and more specifically how the country works so that's where their distaste for the elites go not any real genuine sincere grievances that they have so i think that kind of view of not only president trump's administration but his followers i think that it really is indicative of how people like rick wilson see president trump supporters makes the lincoln project the so-called rights version of media matters they we've already seen that they'll make ridiculous baseless interpretations of statements given by those people that they disagree with politically just so uncharitable so unforgiving and unrelenting and giving the worst and most disgusting interpretation to the simplest and most basic of phrases from their opponents and of course divorcing those statements from the rest of the speech the rest of the segment in order to divorce it from any context possible which is really in many ways the mo of media matters on the left so the lincoln project is an interesting new foe a new foe appears for president trump and his re-election bid so we'll keep an eye on the lincoln project as well but that just about does it today just wanted to catch everybody up on the recent so-called controversy of tucker carlson who really at the end of the day I think is one of the few people who speaks forcefully and passionately about securing not a future as the 14 words would describe it, but a future for American foundational values, whether it be free speech, whether it be due process, whether it be a search for actual data and actual grounding for not only the rule of law, but a support for law enforcement in accomplishing the the goals that we really entrust them with and in protecting the community. So we'll keep an eye on the Lincoln Project going forward because I have a feeling they're going to get a lot louder with their criticism as we end the summer and head into a real uh, home stretch of election season 2020. So if you have any further thoughts on this so-called controversy, please leave them below. If you like this video, please subscribe, and we'll see you next time on Fate of the Union.